Hey everyone, welcome to the Happy Flosser podcast. My name is Billy Lunt. I am your host, and I am here to talk to you about all things dental hygiene to support you on your journey through the dental hygiene program. Welcome, so glad to have you. For most students who are trying to gain acceptance into a dental hygiene program, one of the prerequisites is to conduct an interview on someone who is already a dental hygienist in the field. In this episode, I spent some time with a student who is in her prerequisite year trying to gain acceptance into the dental hygiene program. And what I thought I would do is share this interview process with you so that number one, you learn the types of questions that will be asked when you are doing your interview with a dental hygienist. And number two, it gives you a little bit more information about me and why I chose this profession. So take a listen. Why did you decide to work in this field? Ah, I knew from a very young age that I wanted to be in dentistry because teeth tell a lot about a person right? They give us uh, little details about history and health and well-being. And they're also very strongly connected to our emotional well-being. People that smile tend to be happier, right? And so there's a level of self-confidence that's connected to our teeth. And so the emotional attachment, as well as the um, health conscientious piece of of teeth in general just really interested me. I also like the idea of working one-on-one in educating a person to improve their oral health. But as a young kid, I just, I had my own experiences at the dentist that made me realize how important teeth really were. Did you have another career before you went to school to become a dental hygienist? I did not. I, uh, I went right into uh, dentistry right out of high school. While I was in college, I was a waitress, which I highly recommend. Waitressing provides you with really great skills and working with the public and working um, in different types of situations. Um, so I definitely think that waitressing provides you with really good skill sets uh, to being a good clinical hygienist. Although I wouldn't have considered that there was a connection until I reflected back on it. But no, I did not have a different career before I became a hygienist. I consider that because I need a new job. So waitressing would be part of your training, right, as uh, to becoming a dental hygienist. <laughs> Especially if you smile. Where did you go f- to a school for this job? And what was the, hard- what was the hardest part of the school for you? I went to school at NHTI in Concord, New Hampshire, and I really wanted to go to that program because I liked the uh, the community college support system that was built in. I really loved the facilities there. Uh, it was the only school that was in my state. My other option was to go to UNE in, in Maine, but I decided on NHTI. And I think one of the biggest challenges for me was that I lived an hour and a half away and I commuted and I also worked, which made it really challenging to stay on task with all of my studies. But I was able to do that. What is a typical workday like? 
Do you have a lot of overtime? If yes, how is overtime scheduled? Do you have enough notifications so you can adjust your schedule at home? Oh, yeah. So I think one of the one of the real benefits of being a dental hygienist is a schedule that you dictate. And I think this really comes down to your self-value. So you need to be an advocate for yourself uh, first and foremost and really know what you want to do. So if you're a person who wants to work eight to five, then that's what you work eight to five. And you look for an office that fits that schedule for you. Me personally, as my life unfolded and evolved, I had different needs. And there were times when I had young children where it worked better for me to work seven to three, right? So that I could get my kids after school and things like that. And so I think it all comes down to good communication with the office that you're working in. As far as overtime, I think that was really just built in. If I wanted to work extra, I could. You can always temp in different offices if you so choose to. And I think it's also very nice to build a network of support with other offices. If there's, you know, dental hygienists that need to take vacation time and you work out like a collaborative way of all working together, sometimes you can pick up extra time in different offices and you can help one another. But for, for sure, it's a pretty consistent schedule, at least from, you know, my own experience being a hygienist. Do you work under a lot of pressure in this job? If yes, can you give me an example of a typical high pressure situation? Sure. The hygienist that you are when you're on time is not the same hygienist that you are when you're 30 minutes behind schedule, right? And I think that goes for... Uh, we could relate it back to waitressing, right? So waitressing, uh, you uh, when you have a dining room full of people, you might not be the same waitress you are when you just have one customer. So I always strive to be the same hygienist no matter what kind of pressure was going on around me. And it all comes down to really good time management. But even with the best time management, you still have all those things that are outside of your control, like patients showing up late or sometimes things being more complicated than you planned for, or maybe there's a walk-in uh, patient or an additional emergency or something that gets put into your schedule that really doesn't fit. And it's all just about rolling with it and just letting things kind of unfold and happen and know that if you just maintain your own level of composure through it, that it usually works out. And by the end of the day, everybody goes home and you've done your best. But um, I think the pressure comes in when you're running behind schedule. And that all comes back to having a really good team that works together. Because when you are running behind schedule, if you have other members of your dental team that help you out, and then in turn, when they're running behind schedule and you're able to help them out, it really goes a long way at helping you in those high, high stressful times, for sure. Is there a lot of take-home work in this job? If yes, do you ever find it hard to turn off work at home and enjoy a personal family life? I would say that as a dental hygienist, that's one of the benefits is that you don't really have anything that you take home with you uh, for at-home work. <laughs> the only thing I ever took home with me was that if a patient had, 
you know, a complicated procedure or if I gave local anesthesia, I would just call and check on the patients before I would leave for the day. Or if it was a late in the day scheduled appointment, I would just give them a, give them a call. But that is all. Outside of that, everything is done in the office. So it's really not something that has take home work involved. What kinds of professional development opportunities are there in this field? Can a person move up in this career? Yeah, so that's a that's a really great question. So there's lots of professional development that goes on, especially if you are involved with the association, right? So the ADHA and being part of your organization really helps you to stay in the know of any current trends or current continuing education that's going on to maintain you know, currency in your field. And as far as outside of the private practice scope, uh, there's there's public health components of being a dental hygienist. Um, outside of the operatory, there's sales, there's research, there's education. So any any different one of those avenues outside of private practice would be an opportunity for upward mobility for a dental hygienist. Is this a secure field? Can you give me reasons why you think this is true? Well, I've been a dental hygienist for 23 years and I've never been without work. There's just always been an abundance of really great opportunities and uh, stable uh, job opportunities um, no matter where I was or what my needs were for myself or my family. Definitely, I think it's a pretty stable market. And even moving forward with our aging populations, I believe that the dental hygienist role is only going to become more significant and, and more necessary. And as I said, as the scope of practice deepens and the dental hygienist is tasked with actually working to the full scope of practice of their education, I think that those uh, job opportunities are going to become even more available. Does this job give you the challenges you need to stay interested in this field? Yeah, I think that's a that question is more of a self-perspective type thing. I I would consider myself a lifetime learner and I've always been a person who's looking to get better every day, right? So if, you know, if you enter the field knowing that you are essentially entry level, and the sky is the limit, and you're looking to constantly grow and improve, that mindset really helps you stay engaged in the learning process and the growth process without getting burned out or stagnant in the field. And I think that could be said about any field, right? So part of staying, you know, kind of alive in the profession is really looking for ways to get better as you go. Do you see yourself doing this job for the rest of your work life? Why or why not? Well, yes, I didn't have any other alternative plans other than being a hygienist. Although I will, you know, full disclosure, I when I became a hygienist, I said I wanted to be a clinical hygienist for 20 years and then become an educator and then teach others to become great dental hygienists. And that's exactly what I've done. And I do plan on being in the field of dental hygiene until I retire. 
So I can't imagine doing anything else. I love the profession and it's really exciting to see other people interested in joining the field. Mm, you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last question is, I really like the, the customer service experience. Like I can talk to them and I am the most excited, like the hands-on, <laughs> everything they do. I'm a person who needs a lot of engagement on the job. Does this career field provide that for a person like me? And I would say yes, right? So as a dental hygienist, a lot of what we do is hands-on, kind of in people's personal space. We are educators. We are kind of the, we are the change agents for health behaviors, right? So we we need to be supported. We need to be valued, right? Uh -huh. And I think when you said your first thing was variety, right? So different types of cases. So it's more like a family practice has a variety of people. You have a variety of ages and a variety of patients that have a variety of different things that they present. So when you think about this question, that one empty space can have a lot of words that go in there. So I think for you, it's discovering what that most important word is that goes in that sentence. I need to feel like it, I, I make a difference and I matter to patients because they matter to me. And so this career field for me provides that for a person like myself. So for you, you have to figure out what that blank space is for a word. Teamwork. Ah, Other. yeah, that's great. If So if you're a person who needs a lot of teamwork at work on the job, then this career field definitely provides that because you cannot do your job alone, right? You require um, support and team effort from both the, the doctors and the other clinicians that work with you. This is a great career field for somebody who works best with teams. I love it. <laughs> Thankful for your time and for being here with me, for letting me ask you all these questions. Yeah. So tell me where you're at in the process. So... On my first semester, I started in Valencia College. I think I told you that. Yes. And, well, I need to meet all the prerequisites. So I'm working on all of them. Try to complete all of them in 2022. I can start 2023, the program, if I get accepted. Yes. And where are you trying to get accepted? In Valencia College. In Valencia, okay. Nice. I have no doubt, Samantha, that you'll be able to do it. Uh, thank so, you. So, yeah, what courses are you taking right now? So, right now, I'm taking Professions of Caring, which is this one that we make. Algebra, Introduction to Humanities, mm -hmm. and General Psychology. Okay. And why do you want to be a hygienist? I think the same as you. Since I was very little, I always like 
in general the medical field. I wanted when I was in my country, I wanted to be a dentist, but here it's gonna take like too long. If I were young again, I would do it all over. I would do it all over. Um I think it's been such a rewarding career. It's been, I've met some wonderful people and I've just, I've really just enjoyed myself. You know, it's been, it's not an easy profession. There are days when it, you just come home and you're just exhausted, you know? Yeah, but it's like every... It's just like every other, you know, every other job, but there's just something really special what I always just, it's such a privilege to be able to be in somebody's personal space. And they're very vulnerable. People are very vulnerable when they're at the dentist. And to be able to, it's really a blessing to be able to care for people and be in their personal space. And they're, they're offering you their trust. And, and as a result of being in that presence with them, um, they also give you their love. And that's like this lovely side effect that happens from being a dental hygienist is that you kind of go in um, tasked with the with this huge um, effort of educating patients on the, the real significance and importance of oral health. But you come out getting so much more than you give. You, you get these lovely people in your life who trust you in their care uh, they just, because you're in their personal space, they share their lives with you and you just kind of become part of their, their family over time. It's, it's really wonderful. It really is. That's so cute. <laughs> it's been a wonderful side effect of being a hygienist. It really has. Yeah. And I don't know. Your voice is like so easy to hear. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I had several people tell me that. That's why I started the podcast. <laughs> it's true. Oh, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. It's important for you to try to create a network. Um, so try to meet somebody in one of your classes who is also trying to get into the dental hygiene program. I think that'll go a long way at helping you because if you can partner up with somebody you won't feel like you're kind of trudging through this by yourself. Yeah, right now, um, only online classes, but hopefully for the next semester, I'll okay. be able to. Uh, okay. Okay, I will definitely do it. All right. Well, best of luck, and uh, I know you're going to do it. I know you're going to get into the program. I, I know you're going to do really well. I look forward to speaking with you again in the future and find getting updated on how things are going. Please, uh, please stay connected. Oh, you're going to make me cry. <laughs> oh, I'm just so proud of you. Taking the first step is the hardest part. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Yeah. And how I get my license in Florida, I can move to another state and still work with that license or I need to get a new one. Well, when you're taking your board exams, it's decided you wanted a New Hampshire license, just for example. Um, you could take your Florida license laws and rules and take all your board exams. And then all you would need to take in New Hampshire is the laws and rules exam. And the easiest time to get licenses in multiple states is when you first become a dental hygienist. Okay. And say that. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. 
Well, best of luck and stay in touch. Okay. Thank right. you so much. All right. Good luck with everything this semester. I hope you finish strong. I would invite you to ask any questions at all that you need answered. Sometimes questions come up when you're listening to this podcast. If you have a question, most likely someone else has the very same question. I'd be happy to answer it and would probably share it in a future podcast.